This show contains strong language and sexual content. If you're a minor looking for information or help without all the grown-up stuff, visit mygayagendapodcast.com for resources. This episode contains discussion of heteronormativity and cisnormativity, gender reveal parties, the commercialization and online discourse surrounding pride, respectability politics, and digestion issues. It also contains discussion about the LGBTQIA community, but you probably figured that out already. It's right in the title. Monday, we're super gay. Tuesday is also gay. Wednesday is still pretty gay. And Thursday, I have a night class. Friday, we continue to be gay. Saturday is the gayest day. Sunday, yeah, it's still gay, but we also record a podcast. Hello and welcome to My Gay Agenda, an investigative podcast where we interview the queer community and plan our world domination. My name is Jay. My name is CJ, and we are your co-conspirators in trying to figure out whatever it is that cishet people think it is we're doing. Oh, but CJ, what's on the bye schedule for today? Today we're talking with Rana! Woo! Yay! And then we're gonna play a game. As we always do. I wonder if people, I wonder if people like anticipate, like people who listen to the show, I wonder if they like anticipate a moment where we're like, the schedule is entirely different. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I wonder how much they tune out the banter at the beginning or if they're like waiting and they're like, what if, what if this time they don't play a game? <laughs> they skip like 15 seconds ahead and then like it cuts to me being like Banshee and they're like, what the fuck direction did it go in? <laughs> But in any case, hello, Rana. Um, hello, CJ. How are you doing today? I'm I'm doing just fine. You know, just uh, sipping my coffee, hanging out with my turtle, having a a, a serene Monday as I can. So you and I were talking about your turtle off the air, and it's extremely important for me to for you to go ahead and talk about your turtle right now because I feel like she deserves a place in the My Gay Agenda canon. Please. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Um, yes. Uh, so. My turtle's name is Murphy Brown Jr. Uh, It's an homage to, uh, you know, everybody knows that that show with uh, Murphy Brown, the reporter. Uh, You know, she was a a mature woman in the field of journalism. Um, And I'm pretty sure everybody knows that she's a lesbian. Yeah. Yeah. Is your turtle a lesbian as well? My turtle is absolutely a lesbian. Glad to hear it. Did did she come out to you or did you just pick up the vibes? Um, I picked up the vibes. Um, so Murphy Brown <clears throat> previously identified as Eddie Murphy Jr. Um, and that was my mistake for misgendering her and I feel bad about it. And then I, I you know, once I realized I made it right. And, We're all learning uh, about our turtles. Absolutely. I adore that Murphy was the through line there. <laughs> yes, Murphy really held it down. That was the, the, the common thread. Murphy's putting in a lot of work a lot of work and I'm so proud of her for you know exploring her uh her gender yes we're all on this journey together including (laughs) but not limited to lesbian turtles absolutely (laughs) uh so tell us a little about you Rana um hi my name is Rana um where do I start um I have led many lives um and I um Let's see. Currently, uh, DJ, uh, noise musician. Uh, Sometimes I'm in real bands, uh, but sometimes I like making anti-music is what I call it. 
Um, I'd love to uh, hear more about that. Absolutely. It, it includes a lot of, uh, you know, samplings such as the uh, lawnmower sound we were listening to earlier. Ah, yes. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I run this um, organization in Philly that I founded back in, um, I would say 2016. And then it really started operating in 2017 uh, called Yellow Punk. Um, it is an organization that focuses on um, Swana queer uh I want to use the word youth, but I realized that I am not youth anymore. Holy crap. <laughs> oh. So um, I'll, I'll have to figure something else out. Uh, but the idea is to redefine the narrative. Uh, you know, as a population, um, we've always been seen as um, all the stereotypes, violent um, or, you know, backwards in some ways or... Uh, queer phobes but you know we're we're here and we're we're none of those things and mm. we want to tell you about it um yeah um also i i am a bit of a software nerd um you can uh see me working on a uh, uh whether it's django or or a react project every now and then um so i think that about covers it but i'm willing to answer any other questions you have <laughs> <laughs> feels like the like old-fashioned press uh conferences where i have to call in like cj from the my gay agenda times <laughs> uh you want to tell us a little bit about your queer journey what has led you to your identity as it is today sure uh well um i honestly think um here's here's my thing i think uh for some people coming out is an important important event um, but I also think that everybody should just assume everybody is queer until they come out as cis hat. Mm. Mm. I think mm -hmm. that should be the default. Um, and I think, um, I don't think coming out should be required. I think coming out is bullshit. Mm. No offense to anybody that finds affirmation in that. Oh, no, um, absolutely. But I think the pressure of coming out for a queer person um, should be transferred onto that burden should be transferred onto cishet people. <laughs> mm. Why do we have to deal with it? Yeah, like mm -hmm. first of all, take like stepping back from like what norms society has placed on us. Mm -hmm. It is a bit unusual to only be attracted to like one type of gender that is mm -hmm. not like your gender, and also like to I like. Your doctor says that you're one way, and then that turns out to be correct forever. That is a pretty <laughs> extraordinary set of circumstances. Mm -hmm. But that's accepted as the normal thing. And I think that really puts in the, the power of judgment and decision making on somebody else. Which, mm. you know, we're told that we should think for ourselves, right? Mm. Why do we really give um, this this power, so to speak, to an entity before we're even able to speak, you know? Yeah. It's like, at least in American society, like we're all gung ho about like individualism and all of that. And it's like, okay, so I'm just going to, but like, oh, but no, your doctor was right about this one thing about your personality. See, I like <laughs> this because even though I know, um, I know that cishet folks are like basically the majority. Um, but now I am going to refer to them as statistical anomalies. 
<laughs> it it just seems odd to me. <laughs> it just seems odd to me. They they did all that at the same time. But also, we're all familiar with the the violence and danger of gender reveal parties. I think <laughs> we not one more gender reveal party. Not one more explosion, please. Stop! Mm. Seriously, stop the violence! It's actively killed people. How did those go from cakes to explosives so fast? So fast. The, the the demographic of people who would do a gender reveal party and the people who take pride in possession of explosive devices <laughs> is not a Venn diagram that is a complete circle, but uh. there's overlap. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I going back, I totally uh, like agree to an extent about the um, coming out. I feel that there are a lot of different things that um, were designed to help queer people and like just branching out marginalized people that then non-marginalized people took and decided to own as something that would that would convenience them instead Mm. like coming out used to be like okay i'm going to share this part of my life with you because i care about you and i trust you with that information now it's an obligation for every queer person to do which sometimes put their lives at risk Absolutely. And I think this is why, you know, I think sharing pronouns is is great in a professional setting, but it doesn't work unless everybody does it. Uh, Because that puts queer folks at a disadvantage, um, leaves queer folks exposed. Um, And that's a really scary situation to be in. I mean, for example, um, I, you know, I I have a friend who, um, you know, might listen to this, uh, but I I mean this comment in the nicest of ways. Mm -hmm. She probably won't listen to this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, she said, wow, Rana, I've known you for, for years. Uh, we're not really that close of friends, but we're, we're I would say we're more past work acquaintances. And she said, um, I, ha- you know, you've come out to me, but not like that. And I said, what does that mean? What does coming out like that mean to you? Um also, why did you immediately, why did you assume that I was straight? Mm. Um, why did you assume I wasn't queer? Mm. And that really bothers me is the assumption that everybody is cis het and that that is the standard. Um, I think what is what bothers me the most is that there is the cancellation of any possibility of somebody being queer until they, uh, you know, there needs to be this this like big to do about it, and that's when it really sinks in. I think that again that that burden that effort shouldn't fall on on us at all. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I feel like people like cis had people treat coming out like they do like proposals nowadays, yeah. <laughs> where like proposals are a very like elaborate to do now. Like you make a production out of it. And yeah. in, like, the best-case scenario, that turns out, like, a hooray celebration, what fun. But the worst-case scenarios for those are extremely different than they are for the worst-case scenarios of coming out. Ooh. Like, yeah. you want me to plan a celebration where the worst-case scenario is that I lose my home, my job, like, my life? Are you serious? Are you sure? Very serious consequences that, you know, I feel like a lot of cis folks think, oh, 
well, what's what's the point of of not revealing this information? This is a safe space because they perceive it as a safe space for them. Yeah. They don't have yeah. the same anxieties. Yeah. yeah. And not only that, then there's a standard of like, oh, well, you didn't come out to me. Why don't you trust me? Or, yeah. oh, you didn't come out to me. Like, especially for trans people, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, you're misleading me by not telling me this information. You're being mm. deceptive. The entitlement is is absurd and, and frankly, just rude. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> absolutely it's just rude as hell it's like with oh, i'm just with gender reveals and like proposals becoming what they are and then i didn't know about promposals until i was after high school oh god like, that's a thing yes oh absolutely it's a thing uh, you can't just ask someone to go to prom it's got to be like a gimmick <laughs> an mm-hmm. event what is well shit i'm happy i didn't go to prom with anybody i just went with a bunch of friends i was i was seventh wheel effectively (laughs) (laughs) that's that's a very stable vehicle thank you i thought so too that that sounds extreme i went to three different proms and what your one experience sounds way better than all three of mine combined dj has a whole song about how bad their prom experiences were (laughs) I'm so sorry. Every last one a disaster. <laughs> it's fine. I'm not bitter. It's just like they really, it's just really, people really seem like, I mean, you know, not all of them, obvious. Not all cishet. Hashtag. Um, but, but, really, like, but really all. But yeah. like their culture, like culturally, they're really into these weird like big reveals and and question moments and i feel like it's because they have no concept of consequences Mm. which i think is also why they're like "Ooh, pride's a big party you should make it as accessible as possible because it's supposed to be a fun party accessible to them specifically (laughs) yes yeah 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 you feel like it's i feel like says folks feel like it's it's a big show uh it's a it's a big um production and show for their enjoyment Yes. Mm-hmm. And all yeah. events are that for them because no consequences. And again, this is just, I'm, I'm being very flippant. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, but it's that, and they've never been like that. I mean, obviously they're like, there's different experiences for different people, but yes. like, generally speaking, the, most of them don't have the experience of not being allowed in a space, not being allowed mm. to do something. So it's like, okay, well, this space is for queer people. And it's like, well, what do you mean? I'm not included. Why haven't you made this space as someone that I can be in. It's like, because that's not the function of this space. But I should be allowed in all spaces. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> and granted, when we're talking about this cishet culture, it's it's white cishet culture. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. Then, like all not all experiences are going to be the same in this regard. It's mm-hmm. it's uh, it's a whichever demographic carries a certain amount of entitlement. Mm. But also, I mean, like cishet folks never have to deal with, you know, walking down the street with their partner. And and uh, I quote somebody the other day saying, that's nice just because you're either holding hands or um, or just showing affection that it's immediately seen, you know, any any PD, sort of PDA is seen as like a, an invitation for a show. Mm. Oh, yeah. And that's really cringe. Oh, my God. Yeah, I, I don't you know. We talk so much about, like, the bad things people say in those situations, but, like, 
Yeah, I haven't put that much active thought into like the folks who feel like they need to say something positive and then they're like, now I get an award because I'm an ally. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I actually, um, so I, I'm a terrible person and I sometimes use the word ally in like a, a very like sarcastic derogatory voice. <laughs> <laughs> then, I'm, then I'm also a very bad person. You know, that's, <laughs> Believe that's you me. Wow, you're such an ally. <laughs> wow, big ally energy. <laughs> that's a really good one. <laughs> yeah, it- it, it comes with the territory of like queer experience and queer lives being the, treated as a debate yeah. in like our society. But, like when we're treated as a debate, then people feel that they have to provide commentary every single time mm-hmm. they watch it. That's where you get like, I, I like post a picture of me topless on like social media and people are like, you're so brave. And I'm like, great. I'm also extremely hot, and I wish people would recognize that. <laughs> yes. But also, I'm not trying to be brave. I, I, I don't want to feel like I have to be resilient. I just want to be safe and comfortable. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's positive othering. Oh, yeah. my God. Which is still oh, a flavor of othering. Yes. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Yes. But can we can we go back to Pride for a second? Let's go back Please. to Pride. I, it's Pride I Month. Let's do it. It is. Oh my God! So yesterday I accidentally stumbled into um, a Philly Pride event, and I didn't realize that it was Pride. I kind of just wanted to walk down the, the goddamn street, and <laughs> um, you know, I have been when I was living in New York. I have been to New York Pride. I did that circuit. I've been to Pride a couple times, and I mm-hmm. went to Philly Pride I think once. Uh, but it really does feel like this, this like um, this uh, parade that corporations can like put rainbow logos on and and you know fulfill their diversity and inclusion requirements for that month. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I I didn't really feel like there was any programming that felt like this is for us, like this is meant for us. It just felt like a you know just slap a rainbow and everything and then and then it's uh it's customized for this demographic is what it felt like um but also i i haven't really read news about this but i have been seeing memes and you know memes are the best way to get news just kidding not really I've, <laughs> it, it's often the fastest way i receive news unfortunately yeah. not the worst yes. way but there's this there's these memes surfacing about no kink at Pride, and it Ugh. just makes no. I don't understand where where did this come from? 4chan, 4chan Nazis. Uh, no, they're trying to they they're literally trying to create infighting. Oh no, mm. I hate that. That's awful. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. There's also um again the, like the cishet folks who want to go to Pride as like a fun. I have been yelling a lot about um queer tourism mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, at my roommates I'm, I'm sorry roommates <laughs> <laughs> maybe your roommates are like my acquaintance person and they just won't listen to this so <laughs> mm. um, you know what I know they don't so it's fine oh. Re- uh, apology retracted <laughs> <laughs> but it's like that they're getting in on the conversation where it's like well it should be accessible it's about fun and then there's like the the um, the pick me queers <laughs> Mm-hmm. also who are like this should be i literally saw a clip of someone saying like um pride should be accessible and also we should be using it to like 
show people that we're like normal. Oh my god. No, like, no, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. What is what the fuck is normal and what standard are we using to say that we're normal? That's that's the thing. So um I know I, I had a volunteer, uh Sis Hat White Man, of course, um, mm-hmm. with the festival a couple of years ago. Um who um said something along the lines of I'm paraphrasing because it's it's been so many years Mm -hmm. but I got really upset because he said well we're trying to make this this these identities mainstream and I was like what the fuck does that mean like that's not the goal (laughs) the goal is liberation like what the fuck are you talking about (laughs) no we're trying to make it so normal that it's mainstream and I said I I really like don't who the fuck are you I'm sorry, you can't volunteer with us anymore. It feels like uh, you're doing us a disservice and you're doing this organization a disservice and you're just doing this all this work a disservice. Please leave. Like, we joke about part of the gay agenda being, like, recruiting people and converting people and making them gay. <laughs> yes. But, like, do people know that that, it, that is a goof? Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're doing our silly little bits. The only yeah. making, uh, the only conversion uh, that happens is when people who are already queer but don't know it yet get to yeah. hear queer people talk, and then they're like, "Oh, <laughs> we're not trying to make it the hot new trend." Yep, yeah, because it's not a trend; it's always been there. It's it's not like it's going away. Queerness mm-hmm. is here to stay. <laughs> yep, mm-hmm. put it on the record. Yep. But sure, <laughs> let's take a let's take a celebration of uh ourselves in a protest and make it about making ourselves um palatable sure let's do that (laughs) yeah let's take what started as the one year anniversary of a battle against police uh who were actively physically oppressing us at the time and make it a fun little bank of america sponsored get together i'd like to actually mention a, a, a thing a tweet from software twitter uh i think this was like a couple of years ago um, there is this dusty old man who made a tweet about, um, you know, there's a, like another software engineer and so- software engineering actually is a very queer profession, which I, I realized, uh, big fan of that. Um, but this dusty old man made this tweet about, I just don't understand why they keep parading themselves around like that. Why can't you just be like the rest of us? And then somebody who is a well-meaning ally, uh, Somebody I know through a conference I went to at some point said, I guarantee you not all of them are that way. And a lot of them are just trying to fit in. Oh, boy, it got worser and worser. So many things to unpack there. And I just I wanted to respond. But I also promised my therapist I wouldn't get into any more online fights. (laughs) (laughs) And we got to do it right by our therapist. I know. I know. That's Uh. why I go to therapy. (laughs) This is why I go to therapy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that and that alone <laughs> so oh gosh yeah, yeah the amount of the amount of times that i have to like take a step back and just delete comments like that when they come up on my tiktok as they often do mm. um where it's like it is not worth engaging with statistically this child um about their extremely wrong opinions about what queerness looks like and how we should strive to, toward liberation. Like, yes, absolutely not. No, thank you. Hard pass. Yeah. I'm not engaging with that. Yeah, yeah. And it's, you know, it's actually, um, it's really smart to just delete and block sometimes because mm-hmm. 
if if you know a lot of uh people will say a lot of public relations professionals and uh, being a, a media professional past media professional myself in a past life um a lot of people will say no well you need to kind of you need to keep all of it up for transparency's sake but no fuck no you don't have to do that i'm sorry i don't know if i can curse on this podcast oh you, you absolutely can, can. Oh, great awesome oh, fuck no you don't have to do that um you can preserve the space that you have built for yourself and your audience and that's a beautiful thing yeah. you don't have to keep those hateful comments up and i know that from running the socials for the fest myself um i have been the target of of many a trolls um that aren't there to build anything and who knows they might actually be bots they might they mm-hmm. might actually just be bots yeah mm. There, there's a difference between, like, I, I think, like, people think, like, oh, nobody should delete anything because, like, there's a the concept of dirty deleting mm. in which somebody who has done something wrong and then people point out that they've done something wrong and take time to educate them on why that was wrong, mm-hmm. then delete any evidence that they ever did something wrong. Yeah. That's not a good thing. Mm-hmm. If there's a bunch of people, hypothetically, if you're on TikTok and then a bunch of people make comments at you all the time, like the transphobic stuff like you'll never be a man you'll never be a woman blah 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 why do you have facial hair you could delete those you could delete yeah. any of those <laughs> yeah um and you know a, a great example that i learned from was uh i don't know if you're familiar with alok um i don't, I don't I am recall not. off the top of my head so alok is uh a south asian um uh author performer speaker um who wrote a book called beyond the gender binary um they're amazing um and uh let's see uh, alok v menon i think is how you pronounce their last name um and they have done amazing things in the career space um they will sometimes screenshot comments that have been left on their page about you know not actually identifying with um a particular gender binary Mm-hmm. Um, and they have made a lot of posts about taking care of your mental health, um, especially when you're on social media and that deleting is fine, blocking is fine if it mm-hmm. preserves your mental health and energy. Um, and that was a great example to follow, honestly, because nobody needs that. But mm. also, I, I'm starting to think of life after social media because Instagram is shadow banning a lot of folks that I really respect and appreciate. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I'm honestly only on TikTok to watch turtle ASMR eating videos. Um, so I don't really <laughs> know much about the TikTok space, but I don't know if it's similar or not. But if it is, then I feel like there should be life after TikTok too. Yeah. I mean, from my experience at TikTok, uh, they, they're not super great in terms of making sure that queer people and like marginalized people can make content on that site. It's, yeah. it's zhuzhy. I'd greatly prefer a world where, you know, I could educate people without all the online bullshit, capitalism, so on. (laughs) Mm. This is usually the part of the program where I ask what you want to tell cishet people for the very last time so you never have to hear it again. And I'm still going to ask that. I just feel like that's been this whole episode and I love that energy. And I just wanted to acknowledge that. Um. Nobody asks you your opinion about queer issues and you don't need to theorize about them. Mm. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. 
I have uh, ever since, uh, and you know, it's really awesome and cool that it took a white comedian specifically pointing it out for it to have been a conversation on TikTok the past few weeks, but here we are. Um, since Bo Burnham's Inside came out, there's been much discussion on- online, I've noticed, of like the like progress moving forward and stuff like that and like socio-political issues should not be viewed through like your personal lens as somebody who's not affected by it oh my god that is such a powerful statement yeah that's i mean like we know cishet people have an opinion but we don't really need to hear it they can keep it for them to themselves you know right yeah it's, it's like i don't need to hear your specific opinion on why they them pronouns are a challenge for you like we're it's already in dictionaries it's already accepted by academia we're already moving forward sorry you got left behind and there are actually transcripts of emily dickinson's poetry uh i'm not gonna name a, a an era or a specific date um because i don't know i i had to have to look it up but i read articles about um emily dickinson's uh, poetry including they them pronouns referring to a singular person Mm-hmm. Shakespeare oh, yeah. did too. Oh, oh that's that, I, now and I, I know was that it Chaucer. Too. Chaucer did too. I think mm-hmm. so. Okay, there we go. It's it's been done. Yeah, <laughs> like we're like we're well past that point. Like, yep. if you if you need to take your own little time to go ahead and like calibrate yourself and educate yourself, that's fine. Yep. But we're not gonna wait for you to keep going. We also hmm. don't need to hold your hand through it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. I love you, that. If you need to shut yourself off in a sound booth and scream and yell about it and him and ha, you can do that on your own time. Because I'm not I'm not gonna be here for it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Talk to me when you're you're ready. Exactly. Or like or or chat with other people who are on the same in the same boat as you. Mm-hmm. Like there's plenty of instances of white people meeting and talking about like racism together without making it anybody else's problem. Like there's a group in Philly that uh, I haven't been to any of their meetings, but it's actually is focused on white people bettering themselves called stand up for racial justice that I've heard about. Um, And I know that, uh, sure it is white focused, but it's to not put people of color um, at um, not to burden people of color. Um, with those conversations because I, I do believe sure there needs to be a place to graduate from right right to be able to enter a conversation with people of color mm. it's this is this is people working on their own shit before uh, they get into the bigger conversation and I think that's a healthy place to be yeah you gotta start somewhere yeah yeah and like acknowledge that you might not ever understand fully somebody else's experience to know that that is in fact somebody else's experience Mm -hmm. Mm. Mm -hmm. yep it's it's not about whether or not you get it yep exactly exactly that is an internal conversation to have Mm -hmm. exactly so assist have people listen to that (laughs) i just made this conversation sound like a a a corporate internal memo it's an internal (laughs) conversation i did not mean to do that (laughs) <laughs> improving yourself as a person is, is a q2 task yes <laughs> i'll, I'll uh, create a card for that on my trello board <laughs> uh so rana what is on your gay agenda 
well, uh, is, is this an okay place to uh, plug in uh, upcoming programming and invite people? Sure, go for sure. it. We'll put that on the agenda. Awesome. So um, this weekend on Friday, uh, the 18th, I am DJing a very queer event at Pentridge Station in West Philly, the Pentridge Station pop-up. Uh, there will be vendors, there will be music, there will be food and drinks, uh, both alcoholic and non-alcoholic for our sober queers. Um, and I'm, I'm just telling everybody it's a queer meetup, you know, and it's outdoors. So people don't really have to worry about, um, there's a lot of post COVID trauma, not that we're in a post COVID world, right? but post vaccine trauma that people are trying to heal from. So sometimes outdoor events are best. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm very understanding of that. I'd, I'd like to invite people to an outdoor event. Um, and then uh, there is also a free film screening. Um, I don't know if you're a fan of the X-ray specs at all, um, but polystyrene, uh, there's a documentary that was just released um, in polystyrene's honor. I'm a cliche uh, that's taking place on Friday, June 25th uh, at Clark Park. It is a free screening. There will be popsicles. Oh, cool. um, DJ Aura and the Cardinal Center will be DJing prior to uh, the screening. Um, and there'll be food trucks on site. Please bring a blanket or a chair. Um, you can find all this information um, on our website, uh, yellowpunk.com. That's Y-A-L-L-A-P-U-N-K.com. Um, and it is free, but we'd like for you to register so we can make sure that there is space for you. Because I think at this point, we might be up to like 250 signups. Ooh, congrats. Ooh. Thank you. Thank you. It's, uh, it's a little scary, uh, but <laughs> I, I think we'll be fine because, it's again, it's outdoors. So Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Clark Park and, is pretty darn big. Yes, it is. It, it's a very big park. I, it's, a, it's a very good park. I like it a lot. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and we'll have that link in the bio for people as well. So you can check it out. Thank you. I appreciate that. I feel very included. <laughs> uh, cool. Yeah. I love that gay agenda item. If if any of our listeners are in the Philly area and are free, that sounds like a fun little gay little romp. And all I... these events are free. So uh, if you're, you know, uh, you've got other expenses you have to worry about, you don't even have to show up with any money. You can just show up as a person. Yeah, a We'd free like gay you. romp. Yes, a free gay romp. That's a great way of putting it. <laughs> we have a lot of gay agenda items that are like to-do list stuff. I really appreciate that this is fulfilling like the other purpose of an agenda, like to have like in your, your gay day planner events. <laughs> what about a gay night planner? Uh, also, yes. Why is it always yeah. a day planner? Okay, yeah. I, okay, <laughs> now like a bespoke night planner, but it's like the cover is like back, uh, black light. Ooh. Okay. And it wow. like glows in black light. I think that'd be really fun. That would be really <laughs> cute. I feel like uh, this is uh, uh, my Gay Agenda podcast merch coming on. For, if we get ideas. the technology. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. So want to get into the game? Sure. This sounds great. All right. Hello, I'm Jay, your camp counselor. And today we have a game in the style of uh, this, that, or the other, because I will keep stealing formats from um, Ask Me Another, uh, the NPR game show. <laughs> hey, that's our right. Yeah. Yeah. This is going to be the gay Ask Me Another. Uh... Wait, NPR who? <laughs> <laughs> NPR who is she? I don't know her. <laughs> 
NPR is non-binary because its name is three letters. Okay, go on. <laughs> speaking of speaking of NPR and three letters, uh, this is an acronym-based game. Mm. Uh, so I called this game uh, Code Chords or Queers, and I collected a bunch of acronyms. And uh, you get to guess if it's an acronym related to computer stuff because you like coding, music stuff because you make music, or queer shit. <laughs> Because it's my gay agenda, and you're on my gay agenda. Sounds like a great game. Uh, and then uh, CJ does not know the answer, so if you want to use them as a lifeline or as a um, sounding board. Yeah. Or, yeah. Though I don't know anything about software, so you might be on your own with those Wait, ones. Do I get to win a million dollars after this? Uh, um... We don't have $10. <laughs> <laughs> Like, um, spiritually. A, spirit, a spiritual million dollars. I like that. You'll get to feel like a million bucks. Yeah, there I we go. Like Thank you. I could use it these days. <laughs> All right. Um, and for bonus points, if you want to, if you know what the acronym stands for and want to say it, or if you don't want know what the acronym stands for, but want to make up one. Mm. Uh, <laughs> All right. Are we ready for, uh. Code chords and co- code chords or queers. I did this to myself. <laughs> yes, please. That sounds amazing. All right, our first acronym: T E R F. Uh, <laughs> uh, trans exclusion exclusionary uh, radical feminist, supposedly, and I hate that the term is rad- there's radical feminist in there because yeah. that upsets me, and um, those people are not welcome in my life. Mm-hmm. No, they shouldn't mm-hmm. be welcome in anyone's. Uh, this, this is a, a no turf zone. <laughs> Did you see the meme about uh, I found the perfect lipstick for turfs and it's actually super glue? <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I really like the one where it says uh, new phrase non-exclusionary radical feminist because it's nerf or nothing. Ah! <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and one of my partners collects nerf stuff now, so I'm like, ah, oh, what an ally. <laughs> 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 yeah so our first our first uh acronym yes it was uh, uh i don't want to say a queer term but it is related it is in our lexicon mm. <laughs> all right our next acronym g-u-i is it Co's chords or queers <laughs> why did i call codes it uh yes. the graphic user user interface correct yes <laughs> all right next one cpu oh uh, that is code. Uh, well, technically, it's hardware. Sorry, I'm going to be a nerd for a second. Uh, <laughs> Live it up. But uh, I forget what CPU stands for. Uh, but it is, uh, you know, um, refers to how strong your computer is, how strong your machine is. Yeah. If you, if you would like to make up one for goops, I can also just say it because I have all of them listed because I didn't know what most of these were before <laughs> making this game. <laughs> uh, central processing unit. I think my brain was just like, ah, it's just a shortened version of the word computer. (laughs) I was going to say computer power up. (laughs) Because that's a good one. Because it powers the computer. Yes. All right. Our next acronym is BPM. Oh, this is is music. Beats per minute. Heck yeah. Yep. Sorry, Um, I'm not coming up with any cute ones. I'm I'm totally in like, like, 
testing mode right now. Oh, no, it's fine. I, like I said, you can say what it actually is or make up a, a new one. You're too busy kicking this game's butt. So <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's butts per minute. I don't know. <laughs> I want to make it a uh, queer term and we can make it buys per mile. That's a good one. Yes. <laughs> um, all right. And then we have API. Oh. Um, that is software, but I kind of want to come up with a, another, uh, cute one. Um, we can say, um, artists per industry. Oh, oh, I want to use, yeah, <laughs> yes. That would actually be a really helpful, like, way to keep track of that. Absolutely. <laughs> I appreciate it. All right, yeah. everyone. API no longer means application programming interface. It's artists per industry forever now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was going to say to make it queer, asexual praise intersex. It's that time of the year that a- all asexuals gather together and like love on intersex people. Yeah. Sure. Send all, all good vibes and loves and energies. Two oft-forgotten sections of our community lifting exactly. each other up. Exactly. <laughs> People all over the world. <laughs> all right, do I hear a theme song coming on? Not one I wrote. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, our next acronym, GNC. Uh, that is a queer one, gender non-conforming. Correct. There's also like a vitamins and supplements store called GNC. And it I was going to say, because uh, back in college, I remember being at a GNC at the tiny mall that we had. And I remember seeing one of my classmates uh, pick up, uh, says that dude, of course, mm-hmm. Uh pick up uh i think it was like a, a gnc version of viagra oh huh and uh it was really a it was an interesting moment because he got really uncomfortable and left oh, oh. <laughs> but i enjoyed it i relished the moment i just sat stood there and stared and made it really awkward oh no <laughs> there's a there's a gnc near my supermarket that i go to and my poor roommate every time we go pick up groceries together has to hear me say i can't believe these vitamins are gender non-conforming <laughs> every single time the joke is evergreen <laughs> sounds like it our next acronym uh is a little tricky it's egbdf oh my god i know this one cj gasped i I I don't know I I I'm striking out here I'm sorry I does not ring a bell I I got you if you want please go for it uh those are the notes on the lines of the musical staff yes they're the treble clef oh. lines and um do you know the the mnemonic device that is most popular for remembering EGBDF every please. good boy does fine oh <laughs> yes. that's adorable right. <laughs> this sounds like a very um like a something you would learn in band um and i don't think i was allowed in my high school band oh, mm. not allowed i don't know i just uh i i didn't fit into the high school band gotcha okay um, i was i was more of like an experimental music person kind of hung out with theater freaks instead you were doing the performance art, the avant-garde shit. I didn't Thank know you, if you yes. meant that you had like done a music crime and the band teacher was like, no. no. <laughs> no. They did they let me hit the triangle a couple of times, but that's all they let me do. <laughs> that's a really high honor though. So Thank you. 
Come All on, right. Scream truck. Are you ready for I know, our I next... can hear it. Ooh. Oh. She always shows up. I decided the truck is a she. Um, okay. She always shows up um, and, and when I need them least. It's I also decided the truck uses they pronouns as well. She, <laughs> they, she, they. She's so, a truck. <laughs> when I used to live in upstate New York, we had an ice cream truck. The brand was Mr. Dingaling Ling. <laughs> All right. I thought it was the funniest name. And then I had a moment where I was literally asking people, you know, is there is there a, a Miss Dingaling Ling or is there a mixed Dingaling Ling? Um, why <laughs> is it just Mr. Dingaling Ling? Because it yeah. kind of bothered me. Break mixed, that glass ceiling. Mixed right? Dingaling Ling would be a killer drag name. That would oh be my a, god. oh my god! I think I, yeah, somebody has to do it now. Yeah, please. L- listeners, please, somebody take this. Yes. I'll put it on my free drag names Twitter. Hell yeah! Yes. Um. All right. Next acronym, WLW. That is a a queer Craigslist term, or a dating app term. Yes. Um. But I kind of want to think. I'm sorry. I don't know why I said Craigslist. I might sound like a, ver- a pervert right now. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's like part of its origin, to be fair. So, <laughs> Craigslist has uh, some some very queer origins, and and we, we <laughs> CJ, we're part of a very gay show all about it. So, yeah, <laughs> like that's the history. Um, but um, I kind of want to have it uh um. Uh, I kind of want to make this into a reference to that. I think '90s or early 2000s uh, uh, girl group. Uh, remember that group, 3LW. 3LW. Vaguely. Yeah, yeah. What is God? What was that song called? I forget. I'm just gonna um, quietly Google in the background. Oh, go for it. But I, I want that. It, it stood for three lovely women. Oh <laughs> yes, the polycule of my dreams. Yeah, so I wanted to I want I want to make that a reference to that. Oh my god, they did no more. Yes, that's the song no more. In parentheses, baby, I'm a do right. Yes. I'm yes. going to have to listen to this song independently because none of this is ringing a bell, but I know the second the song starts, I'm going to know exactly what's going on. They played that shit on Radio Disney, so of course I knew it. Mm. <laughs> Radio Disney. Wow, that is a throwback. Yeah. Truly. All right, um Let's see if we can uh, lightning round through these last few. All right. Okay. Uh, FTP. Oh, uh, I'm going to have to go with the nerdy side on this one. Uh, software file transfer protocol. Yes. Uh, GSM. Oh. Um, GSM. Isn't that like like a cell phone thing? Um, I'm also thinking of that punk band, Jism. <laughs> It's uh, it, uh, possibly a cell phone thing. I have it, it within this game as a queer term. Oh. I was unfamiliar with it. Let's um, learn it. Gender and sexual minorities. Interesting. Oh, yeah. oh, I remember yeah. that from Tumblr a million moons ago. Oh, oh yeah. No, God, I found it on a similar Tumblr. list as uh, Quilt Bag. Remember Quilt Bag? Oh, my God. Throwback. <laughs> I can't get I don't it know that one. Round. I can't that get into this. <laughs> Well, what is uh, that well, one? So Quilt Pack was, they were like, we need a more inclusive thing than like LGBT plus. So we'll do Quilt Bag, which sounds like an insult. Um, a little bit, yeah. And it stands for uh, queer or questioning, undecided, intersex, lesbian, trans, bisexual, asexual, uh, gay or genderqueer. Um, ally? 
That's really long. In college, we started referring to our uh, queer uh, student group um, as alphabet soup. Mm. Oh yeah, see that's cute. Yeah, because we had a lot of uh, we had a lot of crossover uh, between the student radio station and the alphabet soup club. Oh, I love that. Yeah, soup over quilt bags. There we go. Um, <laughs> OSS. OSS. I feel like I need to know this. I, I feel like I should know this. OSS. Um, I am absolutely not Googling this right now. <laughs> oh, I've never heard of it referred as, not that I Googled it, but I've never heard of this <laughs> referred to as OSS before. Open source software. Yes. <laughs> who, who uses OSS? I feel like anybody that uses the term OSS is like a little too pretentious for my taste, honestly, mm. because open source software should be accessible and people should just refer to it as open source software. Mm. Yeah. Mm. OSS in high school used to be out of school suspension. Oh, oh so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which, which I, you know, not to incriminate myself, I was that happened once because uh, I had this like food allergy and I would just get really sick in the mornings and I was late habitually late to school before I realized mm. that I was lactose intolerant TMI mm. audience I was shitting my guts out in the morning I'm sorry oh, no. uh, and you know they tell you when you're a kid they drink milk every morning it's, hel- it's healthy it's good for you it's gonna yeah. make your bones stronger but I also don't tell you that it might hurt you sometimes yeah. Uh, yeah. so after a certain number of like late you know uh offenses because that's how they saw it as uh to school i i ended up racking up enough lateness offenses um and that i ended up being suspended because i got sick wow and i was punished for it so that's garbage it's so awesome how much schools care about physical health Yep. Also, I don't know if it counts as incriminating yourself if you're t- referring to something that you received a punishment for already. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's They true. can't punish you again. Or can they? <gasps> oh no, here <sighs> they come. <laughs> <laughs> they know too much. We gotta go. <laughs> I have two more acronyms here for, for you, and one of them is... Um, I learned it when I made the game, and it's my new favorite. Um, and it's pretty ungoogleable. I'm sorry. It's C R U D. I just love that there's oh, it's a term crud. Crud. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So yes. Sorry. I I'm really excited to to hear that because crud is an important function in software. Uh, it's uh, create, read, update, and delete. Yes. I just love that it's crud. Yeah. No. I I think it's really cute. Yes. That's adorable. All right, and our final uh, acronym, uh, MGA. MGA. Um, God damn it. <laughs> uh, mega gross asshole. That's <laughs> the new name of the show. <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's all I can think of right now. I think on the MGX and MJA spectrum, it's either mega gross asshole, and then on the other side of the spectrum is us. With I was a little tricksy goblin with this one, um, and I did put our the podcast we're on right now. It's my gay agenda. Oh shit! I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, no one but Jay and I would have gotten that one <laughs> because we basically never use that acronym. <laughs> 
I feel like certain acronyms are like useless. Like like OSS. I've literally never heard of anybody referring to open source software as OSS. Mm. I'm sorry. I'm gonna be mad about this for a little bit. Oh no, leaving that. <laughs> well, I think you very handily won code chords or queers. So Ooh, congratulations yeah. and thank you thank for you. playing. Thank you so much. Thank you for inviting me to play. I've really enjoyed this game and uh I think you've got real uh, real TV potential for this one. Oh, thank you. Oh, absolutely. I'll yeah. be calling NBC. Yeah, we'll option yeah. it. Do it. So thank you so much for being on the show, Rana. Is there anything you'd like to plug? Um, just the events that I mentioned. Uh, please come out and, um, well, I guess come out can have a double entendre here. Um, <laughs> Imagine but... we're wiggling our eyebrows while, <laughs> <laughs> while saying that. Please come out to uh, the gig on Friday, um, and please come to the film screening the following Friday, um, and please follow um, Yellow Punk, that's Y-A-L-L-A-P-U-N-K, on all the socials. Um, again, uh, these events are free, uh, just want to hang out and, uh, you know, live your truth, celebrate your best life uh, the best you can these days. Yeah. Heck Yeah. If you want to make up some goofy acronyms at me, I'm on Twitter at underscore glittergoblin underscore. And uh, since I mentioned my drag names Twitter, if you want to follow that and submit some great drag names, it's uh, at drag names number four free. I I will be tweeting mixed ding-a-ling-ling right now. (laughs) (laughs) And while Jay does that, you can find my gay agenda on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and all the other podcatchers. Um, If you like listening to us or, you know, just in general, um, you can go ahead and leave us a review. Uh, We love reading those. We love seeing the various stars and what have you. Um, It's a real hoot. So drop a review if you can. Uh, You can also find us on social media on Facebook.com slash My Gay Agenda Podcast on Twitter and Instagram at uh, Gay Agenda Cast. And if you want even more content, you can join us on patreon.com slash mygayagenda, uh, where we post uh, exclusive bonus content on a at least monthly basis. And you can join Rachel, acronym Queen Higgins, Quentin J. Alexander, Jim Nolan, and Tiny Sneal. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. Until next time, put this in your gay agenda. Change the world. Love yourself. Go get a Nerf gun and fire a bunch of foam darts at a turf. Just bug the hell out of them. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, CJ and Jay. Nerf a turf. Hey, thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Nerf a turf, everyone. I love that. And that's our gay agenda. That's our gay agenda. That's our gay agenda. We just.